It's that time, the Betting Predators Podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy Jake. You guys can find me on Twitter at SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the golf guru, the golf fanatic, Uncle Dave. You guys can find him on Twitter as well at Dave underscore Esler. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. All right, Uncle Dave, it's Wednesday, so you know what that means, another golf podcast. This week, we're going to go ahead and we're going to focus our efforts on the Palmetto Championship at Congaree. This one will be played in Ridgeland, South Carolina at the Congaree Golf Club. Usually, uh, we would have the RBC Canadian Open, but due to COVID red tape challenges, that was canceled and the tournament was moved now uh, to the Palmetto State. Now, next week, we do have a big week. It's the U.S. Open, so no, we really don't have a packed field you know, with this week's golf event. You know, the world's best golfer, so not a whole lot there. Do have a couple big names, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Tommy Fleetwood, and some other notable names. The odds indicate right now, Uncle Dave, that Johnson and Kepka are the clear top two favorites. Right now, DJ right around eight to one. Kepka right around eight to one. So we'll see how everything shakes out for this particular tournament. And for those of you guys who are new, here's how Uncle Dave and I are gonna go ahead and we're gonna do this. We're gonna start out with our first round leaders, then we'll go ahead, we'll shift to some head-to-heads, make a miss to cut. Uh, any of our top 40s all the way to top fives. And, of course, Uncle Dave and I will go ahead and we'll give out our winners. All right, Uncle Dave, we made the agreement to go ahead and make this kind of a quick pod. So first-round leaders, who do you have on your radar for this week? Well, it, this one's a matter of who I don't have. You know, I don't have most of your 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 big-name guys. I mean, most of our listeners don't need us to tell them that some of these guys have a reasonable chance but um, I took Doc Redman at 66 to one. He played his college golf at Clemson, which isn't as four hours or so from Ridgeland, but he's played these types of greens and courses plenty. And, you know, don't forget he opened with a 64 at the Byron Nelson and a 66 in New Orleans. So we're not asking him to set a precedent. I took Sanjay M at 33 to one. He's seventh in shots gained off the tee, which I think is going to be a big factor this week with the, the tree line fairways. He's eighth in greens and regulation, from 175 to 200 yards, and this course is fairly long, so I think that's going to be a, going to be a, a thing we want to use this week. He's missed a cut the last two weeks, which is I think one reason why we get a good price. He's an above-average putter, but he can struggle around the greens. So if his long irons hold up, he can actually win this tournament. And here's a here's my here's my oh my god, Josh Teeter, 125 to one. Well, he's 15th in first-round scoring this year. And I do know he is the 416th ranked golfer in the world, but he's 12th in driving accuracy. And four of his last six stroke play events, he started with rounds of the 60s. So, you know, maybe the new course will be the, the great equalizer. So you guys can file this under a bet I'm making that you probably shouldn't. You know what, Uncle Dave, as I was laying in bed last night, I was thinking about the golf pod. And I'm like, you know what? The last time I hit one of these first round leaders, it was Doc Redman. And maybe it was at that Byron Nelson. I was like, you know what? I might use him again tomorrow and just give him out. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to do it. And then I ended up falling on Lucas Glover. And I think there's probably going to end up being the theme with me, you know, being that they were at one of these, you know, one-off courses, the fact that, you know, the Canadian Open was canceled and now they moved here. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to look at a lot of guys that, you know, have golfed in South Carolina or live there. And Glover, you know, he's a South Carolina native. I figure he probably knows his place rather well. And he seems to start out rather fast. You know, I don't want to get too heavenly involved, you know, with this particular tournament, you know, with the big deal coming up with the U.S. Open next week. 
but I feel like Glover gives me like kind of a safe chance maybe to cash this ticket. Right now he's at 40 to 1, and he's within, you know, the top 10, you know, for names to go ahead and cash this particular bet. So I figure maybe a, a pizza bet here on Lucas Glover to be the first-round leader at 40 to 1. That's what I'll do. we got some head-to-heads here, Uncle Dave. Speaking of Glover, I'm just going to go right into this one. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Glover over Sunjay M. You know, I wonder how much exposure M has had, you know, at this particular course. I'm going to guess probably none. And Glover, you know, being from South Carolina, you know, he's plus 110 in this matchup. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to grab him here. I'm going to lay a little pizza money on Glover over Sunjay M. Feel half decent about that. Not super strong. You got any head-to-heads, Uncle Dave? Yeah, I got a couple. I like Bryce Garnett, minus 120 over Rory. And I like Doc Redmond, minus 114 over Scott Stallings. And you know, Stallings is capable. He did finish third at the Byron Nelson. But I'm also looking at that as the outlier because since last fall, he's also missed eight cuts. So I think that, you know, since I used Redmond, I like Redmond. Don't like Stallings. That was a pretty easy bet for me to make. All right, so there's a couple for there from Uncle Dave. Let's jump into our make and miss the cut. Uncle Dave, in this situation here, I'm not going to fade the golfer. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to fade the situation. I'm looking for a guy who potentially could just be looking to go go through and, and probably take a, a walkthrough type of, you know, approach to this event, you know, with more, you know, importantly, eyes on the U.S. Open. And I'm gonna, just going to go ahead and I'm going to play Harris English to go ahead and miss the cut plus 240. No, he's been good. He's probably going to, you know, be a factor next week. He'll probably golf rather well. I just wonder maybe if he wants to get a couple of rounds, you know, under his belt. And if you go through and you look at the make and miss the cut right now, they're not giving us a whole lot of names. They're not giving us a lot of options. No, it's like you're going to have to fade one of these big name guys unless you go to, you know, one of these one-off books and maybe you find some of those lower tier guys. But it is early. You know, we do our research, you know, to late Tuesday night. You know, early Wednesday morning, and they just don't have a whole lot of these wagers up. So I'm kind of going to take the the safe guarded approach, and I'm just going to play Harris English to miss the cut at plus two forty. Not sure if you like that one a whole lot. I particularly, you know, don't have a real strong feeling from the guys I saw on the list. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. It's going to be a very small wager for me. Pizza bet on that one as well. How are you feeling about making missed the cuts this week? Well, it's interesting your Harris English pick because I've you know talked to a lot of people and some people really like him this week. But moreover, I I was amazed at the people that kind of have him as the the most likely to disappoint type of guy. So you know you have a lot of company there. I made one bet. Uh, I made my boy Garrick Higo uh, to make the cut at minus one eighty five. And without going into detail, all you really need to know is a few weeks ago when I bet him. To make the cut, nobody had heard of him, uh, and now he's only minus 185. So, yeah, I, I really like that one. I like Higo to make the cut at minus 185, especially in a field that's, you know, I, I don't want to say watered down because, you know, I certainly can't shoot 70, uh, but it doesn't have – it's not top-heavy. So, you know, he may he may well do better than people think. So I think he'll at least make the cut. And this is one of the tournaments, Uncle Dave, I figure that we could probably make a lot of money on. You know, with the U.S. Open coming up next week, and as you had mentioned, you know, it, it is watered down. I mean, let's just be realistic. I mean, you only have how many top guys, you know, in the field. There's probably going to be, you know, somebody that wins this one, more than likely it's probably not DJ and not Kepka, unless those guys are, you know, hard up just to go and, and, and win a tournament. Then, yeah, I can understand. But I could see, like, one of these, you know, 40, 50, 60, 80 to 1 guys uh, coming in here this week. It wouldn't surprise me. 
I'm going to go ahead and give you guys two top 40. I actually have one top 40 and one top 30 play. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play Matthew Naismith to go ahead and land in the top 40 at plus 125. Uh, he's from here. He doesn't golf in a ton of tournaments, but, you know, he plays right up the road. He, he's from Augusta. He's young, but to see his odds at plus 125 to land in the top 40 uh, just seems a little bit fishy to me. So I'm going to go ahead. I'll bite here. I'll take him. Matthew Naismith to land in the top 40 plus 125. And also glad I'll play Tommy Fleetwood, uh, top 30 minus 137. Now Fleetwood has a trend of, you know, once he's being, once he was cut from a tournament to come back and, and play really strong. So we have that situation coming up here. And I feel like he really needs a strong showing at some point this season. And I just feel like maybe Fleetwood shows up here and rebounds, you know, off of a cut. And maybe he goes ahead and straightens out his game going into next week uh, with the big event. So that's what I'll do there, Uncle Dave. Top 40, Nay Smith, plus 125. Top 30, Fleetwood, minus 137. What do you got for your top 40s, top 20s, 10s, 5s? What are you looking at? Yeah, I approach this week a little differently. And, again, it's because of the field. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that can win that that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use more top 10s and, and top 20 type guys than I usually do. Uh, one I like top 30 is Bryce Garnett, plus 170. Um, we used him in a head-to-head. He's not long, but he's a superior sand player. And from what I've read, uh, there's a lot of sand around this course. He's had two top 10s on a T11 this year, but he's also a superior putter. And he, he really likes playing in the southeast. Uh, so I mean, how do I know that? Well, he told me. Uh, top 10, Terrell Hatton, plus 140. The guy's the 10th-ranked golfer in the world. A lot of people like him to win. Uh, but I just can't yet. Uh, his short game leaves a little to be desired, which is another reason I can't take him to win. But he is 11th in shots gained on approach. He is 10th in sand save. So while I expect him to make some mistakes, I don't think enough to fall out of the top 10. A top 20, Alexander Noren, plus 110. Another guy that could well win. He's made seven straight cuts. Five top 25s are better. And it's no secret his short game is really, really good. Um, lastly, Matthew Fitzpatrick, top 10 plus 150, and as I said, uh, I'm taking more top 10 guys this week simply because after the first 8 to 10 favorites, it really is pretty wide open. Um, he's actually the fourth favorite, so him winning isn't a stretch either, but he's had five top 15s this season and maybe a little bit forgotten after a missed cut last week, so those are guys I'm plugging in as tops. All right, so I'll stuff there, Uncle Dave. Good strategy there as well. Kind of like that one. I'm going to go ahead and give out – I have one winner here, Uncle Dave. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give out Kisner. I can get him right now at 45 to 1. And I figure this being a one-off course, you know, there just haven't been that many pros that have actually golfed here. And I want a guy who's comfortable, you know, with this particular setting and potentially with this venue and, you know, with himself most of all. And that's Kisner for me. You know, right now, as I mentioned, 45 to 1. He resides here. You know, this is his home state. He's just right up the road there in like Aiken, South Carolina. So he's not too far actually from this particular course. And I'm, I'm just going to take a wild guess and say that Kisner has been here probably more than a few times. He also gets an early tee time to go ahead and start out. So maybe he can go ahead and get a little momentum going. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play Kisner to go ahead and win at 45 to 1. And that's the only winner I'm going to give out this week there, Uncle Dave. What do you got? Yeah, well, I'm going to take one shot guy. I'm going I'm to take Kepka. You know, I could argue DJ. He's from South Carolina. But Kepka's second in sand saves, and I've seen the layout and and as I said earlier, that's going to be a factor. He's 20th in shots gained off the tee. Uh, and this course is somewhat long. So I like good long iron guys here. He's very good from 175 to 200. 
You know, he's only plus 850, so I won't look like a rocket scientist if he wins. But he's one of the guys that doesn't play a tournament uh, if he can't win. Or, you know, I mean, he, he's balls out. Um, he wants to win. And, you know, I actually think maybe that little Twitter feud he had with Bryson, which was, was quite funny, um, you know, that, that may give him a little motivation. So I will use that one shot guy. Um, and you'll like this one. My, my nice price guy to win is Lucas Glover at 29 to 1. Um, I think one big factor here, he's one of only a few guys that have played this course before. You know, he's not typically a great putter, but I did read where where he did gain strokes putting in six of his last eight events. So, you know, familiarity with the course and recent form, I think, make make that 29 to 1 worthwhile. And as you said, he's also a, also a South Carolina boy. So those are my those are my two wins that I did bet. Um, and some of the other ones I, I threw out in top 10, top 20 could well win, but you know, I, I got to mitigate the risk and try to maximize the reward. So that's what I've done. All right. Well, I'm certainly glad to hear you go ahead and mention Glover's name. I'm going to use him in a couple of spots. Uncle Dave's going to go ahead and use him to win. Hopefully next week, Uncle Dave will have a, you know, we'll have a pretty good lineup here, a pretty good card for everybody to go ahead and listen to. But we want to keep this one short and sweet for you guys. Give out the stuff that we got here uh, for the Palmetto Championship at the Congaree. So Uncle Dave and I, We'll go ahead and wrap this one up. You know where to find us at on Twitter, SleepyG underscore pregame, Dave underscore Essler. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. With that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck. Enjoy the games.